1: God blessed her so that she could be a blessing and that's a principle that you find in Scripture. Genesis 12-2 God said to Abraham I'm gonna bless you and make your name great and I'm gonna use you to be a blessing to all the nations of the earth. If God has blessed you it's not just so that you can get fat and happy it's so that you can be a blessing to other people. He blesses us that we might be a blessing to others and that's what we see here in the life of Dorcas. We are blessed by God. He gives to us out of his incredible love for
0: us, and what we receive is unique to each and every one of us. Pastor Robert reminds us today that these gifts from God are not meant to be stored away and used only for our own pleasure. We are meant to share what God has given us with those around us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: You need to recognize the talents, the abilities, the personality, the temperament. You are who you are because God has lovingly and deliberately made you that way. This woman was gifted as a seamstress. And she knew it. She knew that she was gifted. She knew that God did it. And she realized that she had a responsibility to honor God with the gift, to be a blessing to other people. And so when she died, the widows were gathered together weeping. Why the widows? Well, they said that they were showing off all the clothing that she had made for them. Her good works, the charitable deeds that she did. Man, she was clothing all the widows. All these poor people. You know, God, the only way she could do that, listen, the only way she could do that was that she had an abundance of resources. Do you understand? She could afford to get material, to buy materials, to take time to actually make this clothing. She did that on top of working to provide her own needs. Do you see what I'm saying? God blessed her so that she could be a blessing. And that's a principle that you find in Scripture. Genesis 12-2, God said to Abraham, I'm going to bless you and make your name great and I'm going to use you to be a blessing to all the nations of the earth. If God has blessed you, it's not just so that you can get fat and happy. It's so that you can be a blessing to other people. He blesses us that we might be a blessing to others. And that's what we see here in the life of Dorcas. This woman was using her gifts and abilities to bless other people. And when she died, they were freaking out. Verse 40 says, Peter put them all out. He cleared the room and knelt down and prayed. And then turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows... He presented her alive, and it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed on the Lord. So it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon, a tanner. A couple of significant things I want to point out to you. One, that word that's used, saints, in the Bible, it doesn't refer to a select group of Christians. You know, a lot of times because of our religious traditions and backgrounds, that's what we think about, that it's somebody that... They're canonized because of miracles done or whatever. But when when the Bible refers to saints, it's just talking about people that follow Jesus. You see that consistently. The other thing, though, is that Peter decided to stay with a man there in Joppa who was a tanner. That's, I think, a significant statement for a couple of reasons. One is that that wouldn't have been his first choice. Why do I say that? Well, because a tanner in Israel would have been perpetually unclean because of the fact he was dealing with dead animals. You couldn't touch a dead animal and be clean in Israel. It was You were made unclean because of touching the dead carcass. And a tanner, their business was to tan the hides of the animals. So maybe, you know, whether it was a cow, you know, you're talking about, you know, making leather belts and sandals and this and that, whatever. They would, they would take the hides of these dead animals and soak them in some acidic solution. Now, the cheapest thing in those days, they would actually have animal urine and feces, and that's what they used to tan the hides and prepare them, you know, to be made, some of you turning your nose up. That's the point. It was like, you know, it was nasty. And if you think about it, they worked at home. In most cases, they would have their home and their shop, so to speak, you know, in the same place. So Simon's house would have been notorious. As a matter of fact, there was a rule. It was actually part of the law that in Israel, a tanner was required to have his home, place of business, 50 paces outside the gates, had to be away from town, had to be downwind. That was in the law. Not only that, ladies, if you married a guy and you didn't know he was a tanner, you could call it off. You could divorce him. That was grounds for divorce in Israel. Seriously. No joke. Or if you were married to him and he decided to become a tanner, you had the option (laughs) <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nope. you could actually walk away at that point. It was a nasty business. Now, Jesus, when he sent the 70 out and told them, I want you to go two by two to the different towns. I want you to minister. I want you to cast demons out of people, heal the sick. You know, and when he did that, he told them, if you enter into a town and somebody opens their home to you, stay with that person the whole time. Why? Well, because the Bible is clear on a couple of principles. If you, because of what God is doing in your life, like Dorcas, you decide, man, I'm so blessed, I'm going to be a blessing. Well, God says now He's going to bless you for having been a blessing. Did you know He says that if you even offer a cup of cold water to somebody who is His, because they're His, In other words, in his name, you're just offering a drink of water. He says that does not go unnoticed in heaven. You're going to get a reward for that. Often the things we do in this life don't get rewarded in this life, they get rewarded in the next life. God says if you're traveling, you know, you're going because God has sent you to a foreign land to share, to be a blessing, to minister. And this poor person who has very little in the way of creature comforts, to offer to you. But they open their home to you because God is working in their life and what little they have they want to share. He says, don't you dare go looking for an upgrade. Because, see, that's human nature, isn't it? That's human nature. Some guy who, you know, maybe some single guy who's barely scraping by, and but he opens his home and you're sleeping on a sleeping bag in the floor, and you know, and... Some guy that has a nice home with a pool and a jacuzzi comes and says, hey, I know you're not real comfortable over there. Why don't you come stay with me? God says, don't you dare. Why? Because you're taking the blessing from the poor man. You understand? God says, I'm doing something here. I've put it in his heart. He opened his home. How dare you reject that and look for an upgrade? Peter stayed with Simon the tanner for many days because he understood God was doing something. There was a blessing both ways here. It wouldn't have been his first choice. I remember several years ago we ministered in a town in Peru called Chimbote. Let's just say it's not a vacation spot. It's a fish-smoking town. They have fact, the whole industry, you know, it's like everything is built around the factories that smoke fish. When the bus door opens, the stench will knock you to your knees. It's unbelievable. You can't get it out of your clothes. It's crazy. You can't describe it. It's impossible. Have you ever been like by a campfire or a grill or whatever, you know, and it gets real smoky and you almost can't breathe from it? Well, throw some sardines on there and you've got chimbote. Nasty. <laughs> But I'd be willing to bet that the smell of a cowhide drenched in urine and poop probably topped it. Peter chose to stay there. His love is the main thing His
0: love is the main thing We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy.
1: We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that main thing radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves